0: I'm finally, at peace. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> we moved our room around.
1: Oh yeah, we did last night.
0: In a fit of in a fit of stress and panic, we moved our entire bedroom around multiple ways, and we finally got the best way.
1: The weird thing was, I was working on like cleaning up the house and and really the office like all day, and then all of a sudden at like ten fifteen p.m., you were like. I gotta change this room, <laughs>
0: ladies. You relate, don't you? Um, it was really bleak in here um, after a bad suggestion from my older sister. No offense, Jamie, but you were wrong. And so we moved it back. And I, I'm gonna say it. feng shui is real. And I we are breaking a feng shui rule, but in multiple articles I said it said. If your room is small and you have to break a rule, don't worry. Just figure out the best rule to break. So we're breaking the best rule for us. And I got to say, vibes in here, never been better, right?
1: What's the best, what rule are we breaking? Wall, bed,
0: bed against the wall.
1: Oh, see, I, so we changed it. Originally, we had our bed up against the wall into the corner. Is
0: this interesting for people?
1: I think it might be. Okay, because it's putting me to sleep. Oh. Oh. Good night, Noah. Wait, I want to talk about this.
0: (laughs) No, but what you're gonna say is boring. That you just like it up against the bed because it's cozy, against the wall because it's cozy. Yeah. I say I summed it up in five seconds for you.
1: Okay. Good night, Noah. I love you. No, I'm going to sleep.
0: Okay. Cause you're mad at me.
1: (laughs) Wait, I can't go to sleep mad at you. It's
0: It's the the bedtime podcast. podcast. Sorry to start the episode off on a fight, guys.
1: <coughs> a huge fight. Um, <clears throat> I will just say I really like a bed up against the wall. It's very cozy.
0: I think it's cozy, too.
1: And I'm happy to break that feng shui rule. Also, in our room, it gives us a lot more space. Well,
0: yeah, I think it's just bad feng shui if you're
1: rich. Yeah, I mean, I just, the last few days in our old setup, I would wake up and be like, what a drag this existence is. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's how much of an impact feng shui has on the emotional human experience.
0: Well, yeah, that's the whole point.
1: Like, I did not like it. I felt very cramped and I'd wake up feeling cluttered. And this morning I woke up and I felt so open and ready to tackle the world.
0: That's what your room should do. Man, feng shui is crazy.
1: Anyways, I want to circle back. Um, we have a video right now on Instagram that's going crazy.
0: Yeah, about let's make a deal and our experience on it.
1: And um, I just want to circle back because before we recorded that episode, I told my mom mm-hmm. that um, we were going to talk about it, that how fucked we got. And her reaction was the best. <laughs> I was like, "Mom, yeah, we're going to go on we're going to go on the podcast and talk about this and just tear them apart." And she was like, "Oh no, <laughs> don't do this."
0: Uh, have we talked about the Airbnb story on here yet? We have. But okay, yeah. She so just they, they know. She's very sensitive to
1: online um matters of the online heart. I think she's she's one she's sensitive about Um, rocking the boat she was like don't do it just leave it alone just leave it why do you have to go do this Noah (laughs) and I was like mom it's going to be fine I'm telling you any I was also like any any, if they came at us what would they get try suing us but also like show me we would be able to get the best first amendment rights lawyer in a second this case is going to the supreme court without question
0: then we become like, do we become lawyers after that? How do you have a case like that and not become a lawyer? No, too
1: much school. Never mind. Okay, you do realize you don't become a you don't become a <laughs> lawyer if you win a case, right? You have to go. You know that, right? You have to go to school.
0: I do know, but I'm like, you have a case that impactful. How do you not go to law school? But I'm like, the world is flooding. we sh- The world is flooding, shaking, burning. Um, war- I'm not going
1: to law school. That would be ridiculous.
0: i'm sorry i go from zero to
1: 100 real quick as you guys know personally as as it relates to climate change i do think we need more lawyers but let's get back to my mom yeah so she was so worried and my dad was like "Noah, you really sure about this they're both in the car they're just like i don't know about this this does not seem wise this does not seem wise and i'm just like it's going to be okay what do you think's gonna happen then you know this video is going viral and so a handful of people keep tagging let's make a deal
0: yeah can you stop doing that because (laughs) we don't actually want trouble like we don't want more money from them like that was never the purpose i don't want my fourteen thousand dollar vacation i don't want fourteen thousand dollars from them it was funny to talk about it was like a whole it was not a good experience on the show like we it was a very hard day of free work um for what we thought was a free vacation and It didn't work out. It's not the end of the world. Like way worse things are happening. We don't care. So please stop tagging them. Oh my God.
1: What? You're heated. Well, I'm just like. I didn't realize this was bothering you that much. I just thought it was funny.
0: No, it is funny that they're. Well, I don't know why they're tagging it. Because (laughs) nowhere in the video do I say, I want my money. Like, I don't care.
1: It's also like, it's like doing illegal drugs and then like calling the cops to join you.
0: Yeah. I'm like, I don't want (laughs) to upset big bad. Okay. Like. I d- I just big don't bad? want trouble. Let's make a deal. He never watched Buffy, so when I say things like that, he doesn't get it. What is that? Big bads just like, you know, big bad of the week,
1: the, you know, whatever. Do they refer to the char- the bad person that week? The characters refer to that person as big bad? A lot of the times, yeah. Buffy will be like, "Oh, what's the big bad this week?" She'll
0: be like, "Oh, big bad. If it- you got to watch it. You should though, for fun." Um with me. <laughs> The whole
1: series. I would watch that, but... (gasps) Oh, my God, guys. It is just funny, like, my parents... Like, I feel like there are a lot of parents... Like, all my friends' parents growing up were all like that. Yeah. Like, had that instinct, like, Don't... Just don't rock the boat! You know what's really
0: interesting? I was thinking about something from, like, my teen years the other night. And I actually do want to talk about this. How I went to a Christian school... And a lot of the parents would tattle on other kids if they got caught smoking or um, drinking and get them expelled. And I would always go home and tell my dad and he'd be like, why the fuck are other parents at your school trying to ruin these children's lives? Like, it was such a toxic, disturbing environment.
1: So... Can you explain that a little more? I'm a little confused. So they would be at their so house? Like, or Well,
0: so I remember specifically my friend's dad was very conservative. He was from Oklahoma. Uh-huh. I'm from a very conservative part of San Diego. All of San Diego is pretty conservative, so that's not hard. Um, but like everyone at my school was voting <laughs> for...
1: <laughs> Us to go into Iraq? No,
0: who ran against Hillary Clinton? No, who ran against Barack Obama? John McCain. John McCain. Yeah. No, the first time. Yeah, John McCain. Everyone was voting for John McCain at my school. And like we were the only family voting for Obama. (laughs) Or was it Mitt Romney? It might have been Mitt Romney. Because I specifically remember Binders Full of Women. Oh, yeah. I
1: think it's... I have binder. What is that? What did he say? I have, bind- I have
0: binders full of women.
1: That he hires? Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was defending himself about hiring women?
0: Yeah. And he was like, I love women. I have binders full of women. <laughs> I remember watching that live and thinking it was the funniest thing Wait, ever. so...
1: But they didn't vote. No. They just wait, families wait. voted. Yeah. For- well, no. A lot of us c- were old enough to vote. Gotcha, gotcha. So this
0: was when I was a senior. So maybe it was... Was Mitt Romney running for vice president?
1: It doesn't matter. Okay, this it doesn't matter. This is boring. Go to the... Tell so, me this, like- I
0: remember specifically my friend's dad, some kid had parked outside of his dentist office and was smoking weed, and he called the school and got him expelled. And I told my dad, and he was like, what the fuck is wrong with this
1: guy? Especially in California.
0: Well, it's San- it is San Diego, which, like... People think it's very cool, like, hip place. But the reality is, like, A, surf culture,
1: very white supremacist,
0: mm-hmm. like, very
1: gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's What? It's true. Surfers are basically hipster white supremacists. No, it,
0: it's really, like, oh, no. it's crazy. It's a white culture. Yeah. We watched 100 Foot Wave. Yeah, it's really gross. And there's, like, all this, this fighting that goes on in San Diego um between white surfers and non-white surfers and it's over turf like it's embarrassing but then specifically my school is so republican and i remember cuz i transferred in the middle of high school and i think someone posted a photo of me like fake smoking like i was going this with the, it, with nothing with nothing and the mom made them take it down because she was worried someone would try to get me expelled
1: You just don't know what could happen these days.
0: It's really... It was such a crazy culture. And I just was like, why are you trying to ruin children's
1: lives? I know. That's so messed up.
0: Not to say it's ruining their lives, but it was a a very good prep school. Like, everybody got into a good college. Um, And, yeah, why would you try to get somebody kicked out of that?
1: Yeah, also, like, I mean, being an adult, I wouldn't want my life ruined because I just... It just does not seem just well, for no. my life to be ruined because I smoked a joint. No, it's fucked up. Um, But also, I, I do think when we were growing up that the culture and like was obsessed with punishment. Yeah. You know, obviously in a more grander scale in the industrial prison complex. Well, yeah, I'm talking about but a bunch just of a white kids. Getting no, it, just so. on a small scale, like yeah. I, even in my high school, like. People were obsessed with people. You gonna you're gonna get yours, you know. Yeah. I will say, luckily,
0: uh, at my school, everybody left the kids who weren't white alone. Like, thank God. No one ever got a, no one who wasn't white ever got expelled for that. Everyone who got expelled was white. So
1: White on white crime. White on white crime.
0: <laughs> but Hates maybe the it. parents there was some weird like competitive thing with like, Oh, you think your kid's going to a better school than my kid? But well, like your kid smokes weed and I'm gonna ruin his life.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to send your kid to jail. (laughs) 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 It's so crazy. Also, I imagine because of, you know, it's a prep school. So it's probably a lot of wealthy families. Mm -hmm. The connections run deep. So maybe to them, like, it's not a, you know, calling the cops or getting them expelled. Like, doesn't, maybe they don't, they don't look at it as severely as, you know, another parent might in another demographic.
0: Yeah. Nobody know. was going to jail. They weren't calling the cops. They just were getting them expelled from school. And I just, I feel very lucky. I didn't have parents like that who weren't competitive and who also would never think to ruin a child's life. Like, would never. A
1: yeah, lot your of the, parents are very laid back.
0: Yeah. When I was growing up, my mom was like, What are we all doing? Our purpose on earth is to just be. Yeah. There's people who just stare in the sun all day and that's how they get their energy and they don't eat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I thought about the idea of getting expelled from school growing up, I was like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you're like, obviously there the implication was my parents would probably ground me. But like, I don't know, like if my parents didn't agree with the reason why a school was expelling me. Honestly, it sounds
0: like a day off. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to find another school, but.
1: Oh, that's the trouble. Yeah. You can't come you back. You
0: can't not go to school. What about suspension? Suspension always sounded sick as fuck. I never got suspended or expelled or anything. I just got detention like every day.
1: But I think I got in school suspension once. Wow, good for you! In school suspension's bullshit. What do you do that for? That's like doing time. Or what'd
0: you get for that?
1: Yeah, that's horrible. I think it's when, which I believe I've told this story when me and the guys oh dumped poop on everyone's step. <laughs> we. We shat in bags, in, in brown paper bags, and wrote our middle school teachers' names on it, and we duct taped them around our middle school, and yeah. we got caught. Yeah. And uh, we got into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, and I got in-school suspension, which was very boring.
0: Yeah, that sounds awful. But you're just in school, but you're in extra trouble?
1: You're just, yeah, you're just, like, in school- and you can't do anything. You just have to do your homework.
0: What do you mean you can't do anything? You can't go to class?
1: Yeah, you're just doing all your classes well, in then, that one room. Oh, who's w- teaching them? I don't really remember. See, the it doesn't make sense. So stupid. Punishment is stupid. We punishment need punishment is so stupid. We do. I, I mean, I in some regards, I, you know, obviously capital crime, um, we should punish these people, you know, but in some way, like murder, like you know,
0: yeah, murder, rape.
1: Of course, but yeah. like everything else. Not the death penalty.
0: No, not the death penalty, but everything else. Couldn't <laughs> find me.
1: We've accidentally stepped in a <laughs> hot pool of water.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Speaking of.
1: Oh, okay. So Speaking of
0: capital punishment. Well,
1: speaking of. Oh, we're going to go to this. I know. Oh. Oh, I thought you <laughs> Stanley
0: were. Stanley Tucci. No,
1: oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, well, so the let's make a deal trip, like, m- m- reminded me of, like, We went to Italy. It
0: reminded us of the last time we traveled.
1: Yeah, which was we went about a year ago. We went to Italy. And before we went, we watched Searching for Italy with Stanley Tucci on CNN. And it is, you know, for inspiration on where to go. And that show is just so funny. Stanley Tucci, unknowingly, is the funniest host of a travel show anyone could ever watch. He's so funny. He's unbelievable. There's this one part in the show that Sin and I say we, to each other all the time. We, we quote
0: To this day, at home to a restaurant
1: where I had a simple zucchini and pasta dish that honestly
0: changed my life.
1: And I went to this place where I had a simple zucchini pasta that honestly changed my life.
0: <laughs> okay, I, he does the impression wrong. I do it right. So he goes, And then we went to a restaurant with a simple zucchini pasta that honestly. Changed my life
1: that honestly changed my life.
0: No, it's that honestly changed my life that honestly changed my
1: life. I just picture him like doing that voiceover and going, Honestly, changed my life. Okay,
0: no, you're doing it wrong. We're (laughs) doing it the same way. No, we're not.
1: But I do it again. Do it one more time.
0: That honestly changed my life.
1: That honestly. Changed my life. That's better. It honestly changed my life.
0: When we saw this, we were laughing hysterically because how does a pasta change <laughs> your life? I just want to know what the fuck are you
1: talking about? Yeah, Stanley, relax. This guy's coming to pasta.
0: Like, the closest I can think of is when I learned how to make spaghetti alleo olio. I guess it changed my life in that, like, now if I have nothing to eat, I have something quick I can whip up that's really good. But I i'm still like that didn't change my life
1: yeah also that all these food shows they have to be like so much more colorful than they actually would be because like (laughs) usually when you're like eating a really good meal you're not talking no you're just like enjoying it but he has to articulate everything so it's more entertaining so he's just coming up with this stupid shit honestly changed my life
0: (laughs) it's and then you you look at you watch him make the pasta and then i guess what you find out is that him and his wife who's emily blunt's sister make this pasta like three days a week (laughs) at home i think they live in london or new york they might live in both so they make it like three days a week and they've been making it wrong this whole time they find out because you have to like deep fry this eggplant two times
1: zucchini you mean
0: Z- zucchini which how are both of you not having heart attacks
1: i know that was the other thing watching him watch in those food shows how do these people not have the highest cholesterol or
0: how do they maintain their figures
1: truly it's crazy but he's yeah so in this in this show he's just like over articulating everything like there was an episode they did uh about peasant food in italy um which is like more like uh, it's like
0: bread and tomatoes
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's just more like soupier dishes Yeah, and like, shit you can throw a bunch of carbs yeah. on Yeah, and the whole time he's eating this food with the locals And he just kept, he, he, you know, he's finding it so delicious And he's like, wait, you're telling me this is peasant food?
0: And this is peasant food Incredible
1: The cooking is really very poor cooking. Whereas the poorer people basically just had beans. The only way to truly understand Tuscan poor food—it's incredible that food could be this good, but it was—it was really for peasants. It was for poor people. You're telling me poor people would eat
0: this food? It's delicious. And it's like, (laughs) yeah. Also, like in Europe, you don't
1: have to spend a ton of money
0: for a great meal. You don't really have to either here anymore.
1: But he seems so blown away that. Food eaten by poor people could also be good. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: It's like, yeah. Have you heard of Sicily? Come on. Obviously, poor people make better food because they cook at home more. There's just more experience. Yeah. Like they know what they're doing. That's a great point. Yeah. Rich people, a lot of rich people I know can't cook, which is why I get so much work cooking for them sometimes.
1: Yeah. That's why they have private chefs. Yeah. Who's a poor person?
0: Yeah. (laughs) i'm like yeah i obviously know how to cook all of this it's like all i've been doing since college
1: also like i think of yeah i mean it's exactly what you said and you know meal prepping is someone who doesn't have a lot as much money that's what they do so like you said it's just more practice making something you know yeah and making something at cost yeah Um, but yeah, I just thought it was so funny. It was just I can't believe that this food is good and it's eaten by poor people. Like he's really, he's something else. (laughs) I really like like you. I really like him too. Yeah, but he has these moments where I'm just like, are you not on planet Earth? He's not. Well, he's not on planet Earth. I mean, he acts. Stanley Tucci acts like he's the richest man in the world. He just acts like you would expect him to. But it's also like. He's from Long Island. Like, I don't understand how he got his voice. Maybe he learned to um, get rid of his accent in, like, acting school. Mm -hmm. But he has no East Coast accent. He really, all, his voice is, like, rich guy. That's, like, that's the, that's his accent. Rich Mm -hmm. guy. Like, like if I were, like, when you get rich, do you just start talking like that? Like, whoa, I just can't believe I'm here tonight.
0: Honey, pass me the Negronis. (laughs)
1: this speaking
0: of stanley tucci
1: stanley I more like Stanley Tuchus. Or i was gonna say tushi.:
0: tushi that's good so
1: um we went to the beach this week um, noah's
0: obsessed with the beach i don't really like it but i go because i have to i don't like the beach but i go it's a huge sacrifice for the one i love um so i go whenever not whenever when it wants me to whenever i can't get out
1: of it when i truly am on my hands and knees begging you to come to the beach why don't you like the beach
0: it's too far it's sandy it's hot it's uncomfortable my like tummy's just flopping out i'm a big bloater so you know i don't love to be flopping around in a bikini um i get sunburned really easily i have like Crazy hair around salt water—it just explodes. I'm just not comfortable. I'm like all s- covered in sunscreen, and you can't wash your hands. We use we had to use porta potties all day. There was no no sinks. I don't like this lifestyle.
1: Yeah, we we show up to the beach. We got salad. Some Jones on third. Sid forgot to get forks, so I'm going along the beach asking if anyone has any forks. The best I could get were plastic gloves. I come back, sit, I'm like, we're going to eat the salad with these gloves. We ate the salad with the gloves. And it was a tuna salad. So we ate tuna with plastic gloves. And it worked. It worked, but it was disgusting it was to like taste horrific. plastic in every bite.
0: Horrific.
1: <laughs> but so we're at the beach. And look, I hear all those things why you don't like the beach. But yeah, of I. I like the beach and I'm willing to put up with I I recognize the hassle of it. I do. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you get there and especially, you know, now that we have a tent, it's very relaxing. And to me, it's just when I'm at the beach, I feel like I'm living life.
0: And that makes me think we should have moved close. I mean, I'm, I love our apartment. We're not moving, but it does make me think I should have just moved
1: with him to fucking Santa Monica so he could go every day and I don't have to worry about this. You live in Santa Monica. You come to the beach less than if you had lived all the way on the east side. That's literally why I would move so, <laughs> so I, that
0: I can go less.
1: You're treating me like a dog. You realize that? No. You're letting me. You're just like letting me out to pee.
0: <laughs> Basically.
1: Um. But so we're at the beach. I, I recognize those things, but I love it. And. It was a really fun day.
0: Yeah, we had a good time.
1: Um, At one point, though, I see that Sid's little tushy and her legs are sticking out of the tent. My Stanley tushy is sticking out of the tent. (laughs) Yeah. And um, the sun is getting direct sunlight on it. The sun
0: is getting direct sunlight
1: on it. The sun is hitting it directly. And I go to Sid. What were you on your phone? Yeah. Yeah, I was
0: TikToking to make the time go by faster. <laughs> oh no. I was like just trying to disassociate
1: so the beach <laughs> would go by faster. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna blow right by that because that does hurt. Um
0: why? You're not the beach. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get a grip. Um, but so her tushy and legs are sticking out. <laughs> it's so weird to
0: call a grown woman's ass her tushy. <laughs>
1: And I go, Sid, uh, do you have sunscreen on? Because you're, there's sunlight coming directly on your tissue and legs. And she goes, No, I'm fine. And I'm like,
0: Which is very unlike me because I'm very good at
1: sunscreen.
0: But it had been gray all day. And I I was being stupid. I'll admit it, I was being stupid.
1: Yeah, I'm looking. You, you give me that. You say that to me. And I'm just like, I literally looked around. I was like, It was out of character. And I'm like, Are you sure? Because there is sun. Going directly on your tushy and legs.
0: Stop saying tushy.
1: <laughs> and she's like, I'm fine. Very firmly. Because I wasn't flipped over for that long either. But that didn't matter. And then we get home from the beach. It's ma'am. And Sid's tushy and legs.
0: Stop saying tushy.
1: Is so fucking sunburned. I, I have tomato <laughs> legs
0: and tomato ass.
1: Um, But the best part is her tushy. It looks like she's wearing underwear when she's naked.
0: (laughs) I have like the most insane tan line because I'm translucent. I'm so pale and now I'm fucking red. I mean, it's turning into a tan, which is nice. There was no peeling, Um, but it it has been extremely painful (laughs) and extremely ugly. Why did you just listen to me? I don't like listening to other people, especially at the beach. To be, if I have to be at the beach, I told you I was disassociating. <laughs> I don't want to be there, so I'm just not
1: thinking about it. But I just am like, I'm trying to help you. No, I know. And you were just like, it was so funny. I really did not think it would happen like that. Like, I really thought that you were going to be fine. Yeah, me too. That's why I didn't freak out, but I should have. But when you showed me your sunburn <laughs> when we got back, it did... You know, it was this weird thing because it it was bittersweet because it felt good to be right. But also like you're in pain and I did not like that.
0: Well, so I asked him to rub aloe vera on my body and this motherfucker does not know how to do that. I was like, just like get a glob, lightly rub it on. He starts massaging it (laughs) into my leg. So painful. I'm like, stop, stop. You like put a layer over it. You don't rub it in. You let it just sit there and it soaks in.
1: Yeah, I fucked up. It was so painful. Yeah, I was like really like deep tissueing, massaging your sunburned tushy Ugh, and legs. It
0: was horrible. I, I've, I've had a rough week.
1: Yeah, I love how much time, how many times I've said tushy. I know. Well, I love it. For You've me. had a rough week. Your tushy's been hurting and your belly's been hurting. Yeah, I've had food poisoning all week. You got food poisoning. From?
0: Kimchi. Ugh,
1: hate to see it. Hate to see it. We love kimchi.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to touch this stuff again. Ever again, you're done? Well, I'm really feeling disgusted by food right now, so I'm not eating any meat or dairy. and just I'm trying it for a week because I, I, need, I feel like I need a good system reset. Because of the food poisoning. Because though, right? of the food poisoning. Every, like Well, also, the last thing I ate before I barfed up everything was a lot of ground beef. I made us little ground beef bowls. So oof, the thought of meat makes me sick to my stomach. I was also going heavy on the protein because I've been lifting so much and it also makes me not ever want to eat
1: protein again. You were really, there was a point where you were like, yeah, I've had, you were like bragging. You were like, yeah, I've had 180 grams of protein. I didn't have
0: 180. I had 130 two days in a row. I was like, I was quote unquote cutting, which I think I'm done with.
1: Is it possible that's what made you throw up like so much protein? I don't know.
0: Maybe my body's rejecting cutting
1: yeah your body's like
0: can we not my body's like i want peasant food
1: yeah they're like we like that we like thick bread ass. and
0: tomatoes well i was keep ki- you cut to keep the thick ass you don't understand weight like <laughs> lifting you're not you're not like me um but i do think i'm done with that lifestyle so we'll see what happens to
1: me yeah um it was funny though how you told me that you're every time sid is changing a diet she says it she t- tells me it like she's coming out of the closet.
0: Well, because I know he's going to do whatever I do and I feel bad.
1: She you were like, "Hey, listen, don't be mad, but I have something to tell you." My heart drops. <laughs> I'm like, "What the fuck is she about to tell me cuz she's sick?" So I'm just like, "What what is what is this sickness your food poisoning causing to creep up to the surface?" And she goes, "I'm going to be vegan for a week." <laughs> And I'm like, okay. Well,
0: because I'm the little chef of the house, and you got to do whatever I do.
1: I can. I'm. I'm pretty good at making meat, though, if I need to. But it's I also better. I also. I do like. I was like, you know, that's a good idea. I have been eating a lot of meat, so We've maybe been eating a lot of meat. Maybe one week of vegan would do us good. Anyways, so moving on. Um, you were really excited about this next topic. Do you want to bring it up? I think it's really funny. Yeah.
0: Um, in college, I wasn't in a sorority. Um, shocker, I know. But a sorority did ask me to haze their new recruits. And I just think that's such an honor. And I, I don't talk about it enough. I feel like this is something that should be on a profile. Like my LinkedIn Like was not in a sorority, but one time a sorority asked me to haze
1: their, what are they called? Rushes? Pledges. Pledges. I love the idea of them being like, you're a cunt. You're a psycho.
0: <laughs> 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 Why don't you do this? <laughs> you're a
1: fucking bitch. Why don't you yeah. make these... <laughs> Girls' lives miserable. Yeah.
0: It was pretty
1: funny. Did you know them? The sorority?
0: Yeah. I was roommates with one of them, like, um, freshman and sophomore year. And then she moved in with all her sorority friends, and I stayed with my, like, weird friends. And they were like, yeah, you're pretty fucking psychotic. Come do this.
1: When you told me that, I was thinking of, like, an alternate reality where you were, like, Miss Sorority Queen. Like, Mm -hmm. the exact opposite. It's you, but you're, like... You're like um what Reese Witherspoon's character, um what's her name? Elle Woods. Elle Woods. Yeah. Was there ever were you ever like that ever? No. There were you always had this kind of undercutting of about perspective. Yeah. Amazing.
0: Amazing.
1: Amazing. And you said this the other day. You were like, You wouldn't love me as much as you do if I were like that. Well,
0: yeah, we had another fight about going to a wedding, as we do, um, about once a month. And and he was all upset, and I was like, "You wouldn't like me. Like the reason you like me is because I don't like shit like this. Like it's a huge part of my personality that I don't want to do this stupid ass shit that everybody does just to show off. Like I fucking hate it."
1: Yeah, but then I told you it was a non-traditional wedding. And- yeah,
0: that we don't have to watch them get married. It's just a party. So yeah. I was like, "Okay, I'm in."
1: Yeah. Like I. But but you're right. You are right. I. It's interesting, yeah. I I don't. I think what sticks, what kind of stood out to me about you is that you are a person with like real perspective, you know, and doesn't fall into line with the majority, of, like of other perspectives. Because that's the that's the that's what Greek life, I think, is about. I don't. I mean, I, you know, I. Definitely think there's opportunity for individualism, sure. I mean, I know a lot of people in Greek life and it was great for them, but I do think it's a falling in line system. That's why there are pledges and there's like a hierarchy and like, and that's just, you hear that and you're like, no fucking way.
0: Yeah, I'd rather blow my head off than have to do any of it. A couple girls took me to their like sorority thing, it's like their date, like their their whatever they had like dances and socials
1: socials yeah and i was like this is absolutely horrific i remember when i was in high school like maybe a freshman i went to my brother's college Indiana university and i and i went to his fraternity and i was just like this is awesome
0: yeah well yeah being in a fraternity sounds fucking kick-ass you think so if you're a dude yeah why not like girls galore a disgusting house to be a pig in unlimited beer what's the problem
1: it really was like this is so cool like these guys live in this giant mansion and they just drink and fucking hang out with whoever they want they always have like a, a big space to bring people back to i remember my brother um cuz i was like i was only like 16 so that's like pretty young that's to be really young so yeah. You know, my brother let me spend the night, but like we did not. There was like a party going on in the fraternity and he was like, we're not going down there. Like, you're not. Oh, no. You're not. Oh,
0: man. One time I went to a frat party when I was like a senior and I made out with this guy who looked like Channing Tatum. Then later he friended me on Facebook and he was still in high school.
1: (laughs) So you went to a fraternity party and you.
0: Made out with a guy who I'm not kidding you. He looked like Channing Tatum he looked my age this happened to me multiple times actually
1: were you in high school
0: no i was a senior in college
1: you made out with a high school yeah (laughs) i think i have to cut that
0: why we just made out
1: (laughs) oh my god how old is he 18
0: i'm sure i mean i'm i went to school in syracuse new york we're like townies galore like and you know they're all rough and tumble like that's not like they're hot no they're not well some are hot but it's like I don't think it's an easy place to grow up. Like, it's a, what's it called? It was a big factory town that all the factories shut down. Yeah, it was so, like a mill town. Yeah. yeah. So there's not a lot of money there. It's fucking freezing. Like, yeah, all there is to do is like f- yard work and then go <laughs> to frat parties, probably. Oh, my
1: God. I so you, know. you made out with a high schooler multiple yeah. times?
0: Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> He I'm just like, why did you friend me on Facebook afterwards? You know I would see you have yet to graduate high school, right? He was a senior and I'm praying 18 and it was just a make out,
1: but I bet you you're the like the exotic girl that got away to him. But anyway, so I'm I'm spending the night in my brother's fraternity. He won't let me out into the party. He like locked the door and he was like, We're just gonna hang out in here and drink beers. Like he let me drink.
0: Oh, okay, that's nice.
1: (laughs) But it got to the point where I'm drinking so many beers, I had to pee. And he like passed out and went to sleep. And I, I was like waking him up. I'm like, I have to go pee. Like, is it cool if I like go to the bathroom? He was like, no, just pee out the window.
0: <gasps> frat frat houses are disgusting.
1: He wanted he was so worried about me like getting swept up into this party that he wanted me to pee out the window. So I I literally, like, opened the window and stuck my little penis out the window oh and God. peed. <laughs> and there were people below, oh my not, like, God. directly below, but, like, you know, they were out of the out of the pee range, out of the, the, the sprinkle zone is what I call it. And they were like, yo, what's up, man? And I was like, hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, like, so crazy. But, yeah, I guess, like, Greek life for a man sounded good. But I went to Arizona State, and the president that took over for the school hated Greek life. He, you know, that... Greek life is what kind of made Arizona State have this like crazy party reputation, yeah, that's what did it, it
0: didn't is. well, your senior year like apartment building didn't it have like a huge pool with like a stadium like screen like four parties?
1: Yes, but I'm talking about the negative connotation oh, about the okay. it being a party school was was kind of I think what when people picture it, they're picturing the old fraternity life of Arizona state in like the late nineties and early two thousands. Okay. So that, the president took over and he like, he literally knocked down frat row. Whoa. And it was like a big controversy. So for him. Yeah. So by the time I got to college, like there was like maybe one or two fraternities still on frat row. And I, and I rushed a couple of times and I felt so conflicted. Like I was like, you know, I thought about my brother's experience in fraternity Indiana and like, that seemed like so much fun, but it was like, not what it was at ASU, especially like, he, you know, the Greek life wasn't as, you know, I don't know. It didn't seem as worthwhile. Like you're paying money. You're not getting a place to live. You're just like paying to like hang out with people in their apartments. It's really bizarre to you me. You know, and I like had felt like I had good friends already, so I didn't feel like it was necessary. Um, but I was so, so conflicted. It felt like I remember feeling when I was a freshman, like I either have to join a fraternity or I have to do something else. And this decision is going to affect my life forever. That's so funny. Like I was stressed about it. And I ultimately didn't do it. I ended up joining an improv team. And I got very close with the people in my image. L-O-L. <laughs> um, Nerd. It's just funny though. Because a big like thing that weighed in my head was like. I really want to party. And like.
0: I really want to party.
1: <laughs> and you, I'm
0: nerdy. But I really want to party. <laughs>
1: And you can't party if you're not in Greek. Like, I was like, I won't be able to party as much if I'm not in Greek That's life. That's so funny. Because it's hard to get alcohol. It is hard to get alcohol. You know, when you're that age and, like, you know, ultimately I got a fake ID and got arrested for that. So I ended up figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But, but, yeah, it was so, like, torn and conflicted. But for you, it was a very e- easy decision. Yeah. It was like, no. Why would
0: I rush? I, was, I, moved, I went to Syracuse. I got on a sketch comedy team immediately.
1: You didn't even rush.
0: I actually did rush sophomore year because my roommate who was my best friend and who still is someone I'm, I'm vi- I am I'm love very, very much. We went to high school together. So she was in Theta, which at Syracuse was a, like a cool
1: like lesbian sorority. <laughs> so
0: I was like, I could be in this one.
1: Like, that <laughs> sounds course, great. <laughs> of course, the only sorority you <laughs> wanna be in is the lesbian yeah, one. Yeah,
0: I was like, oh, this sounds fucking sick. Like, um. And it turned out, I don't need to be in that sortie to get much, to get action from those girls. <laughs> <laughs> they were all obsessed with me. Um, I think because I wasn't in it, and that's the one that I ended up hazing girls for. Um, but she just had such Were a- Were you pain. hazing
1: them or just doing BDSM?
0: <laughs> I was hazing them, but I'd be like, drink. And they'd be like, oh, I don't want to. And I'm like,
1: okay, don't worry, you don't
0: have to. I wasn't good at it because I am I can play psycho, but I don't actually, like, I don't want to give anyone alcohol poisoning. No, no. Um, but so she was in this cool gay sorority and I was like, oh, sick. Like, I could do that. And then I, so I started rushing and I was like, this is
1: psychotic. Even that even that sorority was not chill.
0: Well, no, because you walk in and they're all, like, clapping and doing, like, Theta, doo, 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 Theta girls, Theta girls. Theta no.
1: at Syracuse was a lesbian party or? It had a lot a of lesbians. Is it, a, is it the Theta? Yeah. Wow.
0: I think. I don't really remember. I remember out. every girl was very tan. <laughs> and
1: <laughs>
0: And then there was another one, Kappa, every girl looked really rich. I don't know. And then Theta, everyone was a lesbian.
1: It is this weird thing where, like, it's women finding other women that look like them. Yeah. Very bizarre. But at at Indiana, the fraternity, I think why I was, why I romanticized it so much is because the majority of people that went there were just in Greek life. It was just what we did there. But at ASU, it was only like 3,000 kids of a school that's 72,000 kids. So, like, and like the people that were in Greek life there, for me, they just were not people who I vibe with. Like, it was a lot of, like, you know, some fraternities, not so much, but a lot of the fraternities were, like, bro meatheads. And I know, like, people think I'm bro but it's, like, literally guys who are just like, damn, damn, i drinking fuck, like... Ew, yeah, that's my nightmare. You know, it was a um, lot of guys like that. Yeah, and not sensitive boys, not, not sensitive. Betas. <laughs> You're sensitive. Well, what's funny
0: is, so I, I went to a bachelorette party recently and it was a cool sober girl bachelorette party. So there was no alcohol. We sat in a backyard and drank seltzer and watched now and then like it was, it was my style. <laughs> um, but I was talking to a girl and she went, to Northern Arizona University. NAU. Yeah, for college. And she was like, it was so much fun. And I was telling her I work at the rock gym. And she was like, oh, I used to love climbing in Arizona. That's all we did. There was a rock climbing course. And I was like, why don't people factor shit like that? Like, I went to, like, we talked about this prep school. And, you know, it, it all makes sense to me. Because I just told you it was Republican. Like, my parents weren't friends with any other of the parents. We were the only jewish liberal family and i'm always like why the fuck do we go there and i think it's you know it makes sense that my dad he prioritized education over everything Mm -hmm. like that's where all of his money went was so that we could go to like a nice prep school and get into good colleges and i went to syracuse because it's the number one journalism school in the country even though is that a good fit no i would not say that was an incredible fit for me you know i found my my little group of weirdos and I was on a sketch comedy team with a bunch of people who like only were black and were vegan and it it was very fun, but.
1: You found your NAU at Syracuse.
0: Yeah, I found my NAU at Syracuse, but I'm like, oh wow, like if I had been given the option to go to like a cool state school somewhere gorgeous outside, like and I wasn't forced to focus on like, why did I go to the number one journalism school in the country? Like I'm not a journalist.
1: (laughs) This is stupid. Uh, Vulture said we're award winning broadcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Which is oh my very funny. Oh, God. I finally put my journalism degree together. Oh, good my use. God.
0: Me too. I have to email my alma mater, New House. Um, but that's I will, so I,
1: Sid, I really agree with you. Um, I will say that I feel like I, in a lot of ways, did factor in lifestyle Yeah. to my, to go to ASU because I, you know, I love being outside. I love hiking. I love good weather. Like, That was a big part of going there, you know, and I I think it is something that gets overlooked in the American educational system. Like you're sending your kid to college. Like think about the type of kid you have. Like what are they going to do for fun? What do you want them to do for fun? Like and also there's such an education to be had in like life experiences
0: Well, yeah. In that place. I would say that's more the point of college. Yeah. And I'm not saying send your kid to some expensive ass school across the country. I'm just saying I wish I had thought or my dad had thought because I did do pretty much everything he said because I just didn't care. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Syracuse ended up having a very cool punk scene, which was very fun. Like I said, I found my NAU at Syracuse. But but. yes, well, like Noah said, I found my NAU at Syracuse, but I always thought, you know, I would have loved going somewhere like Seattle where like there is cool, like a cool experience to be had in the city, a city that I would have liked exploring instead of Syracuse, where the reality is I did fast track my drinking problem. Like, Im- insanely. I just remember being left alone in attics all the time because I would just suddenly start throwing up in the middle of a conversation. Oh and God. they'd be like, okay, see you tomorrow. Like,
1: <laughs> You also finished school in three years. Like, that's kind of telling.
0: Yeah, I was like, um, I mean, I stayed because I had a, I had two jobs in Syracuse. But, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: like, what are you going to do? Like, Where take advantage go? of that time in your life. Yeah. You know? Um. But I agree.
0: But, yeah, that last semester I was living alone and I had two jobs. Like, why was I i just didn't really want to be there
1: yeah (sighs)
0: anyway oh my god i'm doing improv on wednesday a sober show oh yeah i'm doing improv for the first time in seven years
1: i'm scared yeah you guys should go check it out at ucb i'm really excited to watch Well, this will come out after but
0: i am i'm so nervous
1: i'm really excited to watch you perform again oh I'm so excited. I think you should just go in there with a ton of confidence and just listen. Yeah. I mean, to me, I'm like, just listen. That's all improv. Listen and be confident in your choices.
0: Yeah. I'm hoping I'm still good. I'm hoping it's like riding a bike.
1: I mean, I'm sure it'll be rusty, but that's funny, too. Just go with it. Like, use everything.
0: Yeah. When I was coaching improv before I quit, you know, I'd have a bunch of people come up. my, 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 My students come up to me and be like what do you do after a bad show? Like I feel like shit. And I was like, every bad show I would just check off in my brain. Great. That's one less bad show I'm going to do in the future. That took care of that. So I'm hoping I can take my own advice. I don't think it'll be a bad show. There's so many talented people on it. I'm just, I'm scared. Like I, I actually have pretty bad, pretty bad stage fright.
1: Yeah. You've always had that.
0: And when I was on Herald night at UCB, I would, I would get sick before shows and I would have anxiety all week and, it's happening again. It's back.
1: I'm so excited. Um but before we go, let's let's get into it. Uh, what are you into this week, Sid?
0: What am I into? Um I'm Okay, so last week I was really into Irma Vep. Did we say that? Did I say that? I think I did say that. Um the movie. Now I'm watching the show. I said I wasn't into the show because I'd only seen one episode. Now that I've watched more, excellent tv show on hbo it's so funny you watched like one scene and you were laughing yeah
1: there was well at first i thought it was a drama and then you told me it's a comedy and then i kept watching for longer and there's some really funny comedic moments in it
0: yeah i think Um, i like french comedy so much because it is very dramatic and it's subtle it's subtle but i like that
1: yeah it's dry yeah. Um and it's like very character oriented. Yeah. You have to pay attention. Yeah, you do. Um, which I like. I like that. Um I'm into Sid found these high protein chips. Oh God. <laughs> Speaking of protein, <laughs>
0: speaking of protein, speaking of he wasn't in a, he wasn't in Greek life, but he found these high protein chips.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't join Greek life, but I eat high protein <laughs> chips like three or four times a day.
0: They are really good, but a lot of people hate them. So don't take our work.
1: I don't know. I like them. There's the nacho cheese one. and It tastes like you're eating Doritos and it doesn't it has barely any carbs like it's just high protein. I don't even what is it like? It's called Quest. It's like fried Like, whey powder? Like, I don't understand.
0: (laughs) I don't understand either because the macros are fucking insane.
1: The macros are fucking sick, bro. So, yeah, I like high-protein chips, uh, Quest. uh, You should go download download them on Amazon (laughs) and print print them off in your computer and eat them, bro. Yeah, these chips are cool because you can print them off in your printer. (laughs) They are. I like the
0: chili lime.
1: Man, if they could figure out how to, like, create food from your printer?
0: I think they can. Isn't that what a 3D printer does? You
1: can make food? I don't know. That, I don't understand food. that. Like, yeah, I've heard you can make a gun with a 3D printer. It's like, does it work?
0: I know. On Grey's Anatomy, they were making organs with the 3D printer.
1: That's crazy. Love that show. Well, that's wearing me out. I think I think we need to go to sleep. Um, guys. Right. Guys, we're going to hop over to Patreon real quick. Talking Come join about. us.
0: We're going to talk about sad stuff. We're going to
1: talk about sad stuff, so if you like
0: if you like sad stuff, which we know a lot of you do, join yeah. us on Patreon.
1: Um, but we have all different members. We just had someone recently. We
0: have all different members.
1: We just had someone recently, a good friend of ours, uh, join for the $3. He's the first $3 membership.
0: Yeah, why aren't all of you doing that?
1: And, and I I'm, love you, but it's $36 a year. Just fucking throw it. That means so much to us. It really, It really helps. And it's just like. It just feels like unconditional support, and thank you, Josh Garcella. Thank you, Joshy, for um, becoming a three dollar member. What are they called?
0: I don't know, but I just want to say Noah puts so much work into this podcast. It's it is a full time job for him.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: Um, and but I love it. To know that he loves it, but it is his. He wakes up every morning at seven thirty, and he just goes straight to his computer and starts working on the pod.
1: No, actually. First, I sh- first I make you coffee. Then I stretch. Wow. Then I go to the computer.
0: Good husband.
1: Um. But uh. But yeah, guys, you can join at any level. Um. And we have you know all the accounts, the Instagrams, the TikToks, the YouTubes. Um. Just get on there, subscribe. Um. And thank you, guys. And we love you. And good night.
0: Love you. Good night, sleepyheads.
1: It's, it's the, the bedtime, bed-time po- ho- podcast. podcast.